Hey, it's Mark K from the Mark K Show. You hear me every weekday morning from 10 a.m. to noon on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, we take you back now to Dean Black, who's still speaking. <laughs> Totally and that's why. That's an inside joke. Inside joke. No, Dean Black, very excited, as we all are, about the uh, the big announcement last night. In fact, at 1046, I got another note from uh, my, my good buddy Eric Trump, son of Donald Trump, who wrote, I wanted so badly to tell you. Uh, and then I said, hey, we got to get you guys all on the air. He said, consider it done. So we're making big plans for the uh, Republican National Convention, which is coming to Jacksonville. The, uh, the official, I mean, we had the unofficial announcement a couple days ago. We all knew it was like a done deal. But last night, the actual announcement was made. Mayor Curry, very excited about this as well. And well, I don't know why you can't hear him talking about it. Is my thing not up? Sideboard. Can we put the sideboard up? Oh, there we go. Here he is. This is a tremendous opportunity uh, for the citizens of Jacksonville, uh, both econ economically, uh, for businesses to get back on their feet as we emerge from COVID-19 uh, in a safe and responsible way. It's also a tremendous opportunity to showcase our city to the world and all that we have to offer from our sports and our arts, our entertainment, our beaches, our river, uh, our quality of life, uh, all the things that we know and love about our city will be able to showcase to the world. Don't forget the burnt coffee smell in downtown, which I that's one of my favorite things. But that's how I know I'm home. Whenever I smell, whenever I walk into the kitchen and I smell like burning coffee, I'm like, oh, Jackson. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Now that he's not the only one that's super excited. There's tons of people reacting to this. Uh, the uh, governor, Ron DeSantis, wrote Florida is honored to host this special event where we will celebrate the renomination of President Donald J. Trump. Jacksonville is a great city that will showcase Florida's energy, facilities, entrepreneurship, and commitment to bring together the delegates of the Republican Party at a historic time in our nation's history. Senator Rick Scott wrote, I'm biased, but this is a great choice. The state of Florida and the city of Jacksonville are ready and excited to host President Real Donald Trump, was well, on Twitter, uh, for the fun part of the Republican convention. It's the first step towards a big win in November. GOP chairwoman Rona McDaniel wrote, we are thrilled to hold Donald Trump's acceptance of the Republican nomination in the great city of Jacksonville. Not only is Florida his home state it is crucial to victory we look forward to bringing this great celebration and economic boon to the sunshine state everybody everybody is so excited so thrilled so just totally stoked and jazzed to have the republican national convention here in the uh in the uh in the uh the bold new city of the south well almost everybody if you're a democrat you're probably not all that thrilled and we have some statements from them as well, because, uh, you know, we, we like to showcase both sides of the issue. And while the Republican leadership in the state is thrilled, there are some people not so much. We got to take another quick break. Don't blame me. De blame Dean Black. The guy spoke forever. Uh, but we will be right back with more of the Marquee Show. Some of your phone calls. We've got Fake News Friday. We've got a $50 Metro gift card. We may or may not have Herman Cain. <gasps> 
And we it's and it's only and we've only got like an hour and a half left. So we're gonna try to jam it all in there. Quick break, more of the Marque Show coming up on 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. Listen, you're going to listen to this. Listen to what, this is why I love the internet, because of stuff like this. Listen to this. Here we go. Hey, it's Camille. And Haley. And we are a sister duo, also called the, the Trumpets. Trumpets. The and Trumpets. we wrote a song for President Donald Trump listen that we love this. so much. This is called Keep, Keep America, America Great. Great. Keep America great. Keep America great. Gotta stick to our guns. Keep the freedom we want. Keep America great. How catchy is this? Is it not the best? There will never be another USA. Freedom won't come back if we give it away. It's time to vote. It's time to pray. Join as one. Let me hear you say, vote Trump. 2020, go Trump. Go Trump. 2020, go Trump. Yeah, and it that is Camille and Haley, and they are they're from Tulsa, Oklahoma, and they're thrilled because Tulsa, Oklahoma, hosting the first Trump rally uh, post COVID. So they wrote this song, I guess. They're so excited. That's so great. They're going to be at the rally in Tulsa. This is the kind. This this is why. And here's the reason I played the song, uh, because this is the kind of passion that the Republicans have for their candidate, for their agenda, for the future of America. This is not the kind of passion you see in the Democratic Party. There is no one writing a song for Joe Biden. <laughs> like if they did, it would be something like, "Wake up, Joe Biden." Wake up! Learn how to speak properly. That would be the kind of song that they would be writing for Joe Biden. Because there's no passion. Nobody looks at Joe Biden and gets inspired to pick up a guitar and sing about how great Joe Biden's going to make the future of the country. You know, they look at Joe Biden and they go, "Why is? Why does he talk like that?" They look at Joe Biden and they say, "You know, what is? Did what did he do to that woman? What is actually happening in this world?" Um, and now you've got, and that's just for a rally. We've got the convention. We need to write a convention song. We need to write a song for the convention that we can perform, that we can, you know, we'll, we'll drive around Jacksonville with a video. We'll make a, we'll make like a music uh, video and all that. And it's going to be amazing. Not only that, but this, get this, this Sunday, this is a huge week for Jacksonville because not only did we, did we just announce that we're having the Republican National Convention, but this Sunday, don't forget, is the big Donald Trump birthday boat regatta or flotilla or whatever you call it, which is happening on Donald Trump's birthday. Donald Trump's birthday this Sunday. 
There's a big flotilla, and it's not just here. There's one in in uh, there's one in Charleston. There's one coming up in uh, where is it in West Palm Beach. There's one in um, Alabama. I mean, they're all over the place. St. Augustine. People are celebrating. Boat owners are celebrating and getting out there, and they're floating their boats and they're waving their flags and they're celebrating Donald Trump and his birthday. Anyone know when when Joe Biden's birthday is? Anybody getting in a boat and floating around on Joe Biden's birthday? They're not doing it. There is no passion for the politics of Joe Biden. There's no passion for the party of Joe Biden. And the reason is because there's no passion in the party of Joe Biden. And this this statement that the Duval Democratic Committee released opposing bringing a $110 million event to a city whose economy has been shut down for three months is proof that the Democrats have no passion for the people that they supposedly represent, at least not here in Duval County. These Duval County Democratic leaders are opposing helping this city rebuild after a devastating economic uh, barricade, basically. It's been two, three months of how many job losses, how many businesses that have closed, how many people that have gotten been furloughed, how many people that have gone on unemployment. We don't know what the history or what the uh, we don't know what the future of our city is going to be. And the mayor and the governor and and Rona McDaniel and Dean Black and everybody else went out and they did what they could and they worked and they fought and they got this event here. They got it away from Charlotte. Charlotte stands to lose one hundred and sixty million dollars from this event. Jacksonville stands to gain one hundred and ten. I don't know where the $50 million goes in between. Maybe it's the cost of driving from, from uh, North Carolina. You know, gas prices are going up again. But, uh, but that's basically the, the, the long and the short of it, is that there is nobody that can complain that this is bad for the city of Jacksonville. Except, of course, for the Democrats, who don't care about Jacksonville. They only care about themselves. Listen to this. This is the uh, Duval County Democrats opposed bringing the RNC to Jacksonville statement that was released, I guess, yesterday. Uh, on the same day that the single day highest number of COVID-19 cases were reported in Florida, not Duval County, that's in Florida. The Republican National Committee announced a major part of the National Convention will head to Jacksonville. According to the Florida Department of Health, the state is now on an upswing of coronavirus cases with nearly 70,000 total cases being reported. Both Jacksonville Mayor Lenny Curry and Governor Ron DeSantis had been publicly wooing the convention to the city. Quote, this is decision is reckless and irresponsible. That's a direct quote. By the way, from Duval County Democratic Party Chair Daniel Henry, this is decision is reckless and irresponsible, much like his grammar. The Center for Disease Control has consistently warned people against large gatherings. Oh, really? This coming from the same party that hosted several large gatherings last week downtown in the city of Jacksonville. Several large gatherings that nobody actually uh, seemed to care. Uh, but maybe that's why. Did you ever think that maybe that's why we now have had the highest upswing in COVID-19 cases? Because just last week we had hundreds and thousands of people congregating together downtown in the city of Jacksonville. And there were no statements against that from the Democratic Party of Duval. Uh, where is it? Sorry, I did the Center for the... That's gonna, okay. yet, our, our, yet our local political leadership chose to put partisanship over citizenship and their sworn duty to keep this city safe. 
Henry and local party leaders have met several times over the past few days. The group unanimously opposed the decision to bring the convention to Jacksonville. I'd like to read that one more time because it's important. And if there's any Democrats listening to this show, first of all, thanks for listening. You're probably on the wrong station, but we appreciate you being here. And second of all, uh, I want you to listen to what your party said about bringing a $110 million international spotlight event featuring the president of the United States to this city. Henry and local party leaders have met several times over the past few days. The group unanimously opposed the decision to bring the convention to Jacksonville. The Democrats in the city of Jacksonville are unanimously opposing economic recovery for you, for your businesses, for your neighbors, for your family. If you have at all been adversely affected economically, if you've lost a job, if you've been furloughed, if you've been evicted, if you're if you're just sick and tired of your kids being home from school, if you have had to dip into your savings, if you are wondering what, what the future holds in store for you. If you're begging for more economic recovery money from the government, if you're looking for another, uh, you know, stimulus package check, if you're if you've had to close a business or if you've watched as businesses around you have just shut what their doors one after another and you're thinking to yourself, where is the recovery coming from? What is going to give Jacksonville that shot in the arm? It is this. It is this convention. It is this event. And if you really if you really want to put partisanship aside, you should be thrilled no matter what political party you are. You should be thrilled that all of this cash is going to come back and save and rescue this community, which has been hit really hard by the coronavirus, by the quarantine. Yet the Democrats in this city, and if you voted for them, you know you're part of the problem. The Democrats in the city unanimously rejected to continue to keep money and dollars and events out of Jacksonville. They are they are unanimously they are unanimously voting to keep Jacksonville from becoming what it was and what again it could be. If the Democrats announced that they wanted to bring their convention to Jacksonville, I'd be hooting and hollering just as much as I am today. It is a huge it is a huge benefit to the city. And anyone who tells you differently or tells you that it's bad or says we're worried about the coronavirus this week when we weren't last week is lying to you or they're just trying to hide something. 855-765-1045. Don't let anyone rain on your parade. This is going to be huge. The president of the United States coming to this city, the center of this city to uh, to accept his re-election nomination. That is a historic event and Jacksonville is proud to be a part of it. and I don't care Democrats Republicans Wiccans everybody is proud to be part of it 855-765-1045 quick break we got more of your phone calls coming up here in just a minute stay tuned it's the Mark K show on 104.5 WOKV remember to subscribe to the Mark K show podcast on iTunes or Google Play that way you can listen to Mark whenever or wherever you want this is the Mark K show on 104.5 WOKV Jacksonville's news and talk Show. My name is Mark K. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. We appreciate it. One thing that I totally forgot that somebody reminded me of over the break. It's Friday! Yeah, and it's a great Friday to be alive because uh, the RNC is headed to town. This guy uh, from the Duval County Democrats, he's the, uh, Duval, he's the Duval County Democratic Chair. His name's Daniel Henry, and he released a statement about the RNC coming to Jacksonville. He said, quote, this is decision is reckless and irresponsible. Um, the Center for Disease Control has consistently warned people against large gatherings. 
Yet our local political leadership chose to put partisanship over citizenship and their sworn duty to keep this city safe. Just on a whim, you know, just on a lark, I decided I would go check out his Twitter account and see what he's been doing the past couple days. Guess what? On June 6th, he retweeted a photo uh, of the Northside Coalition March downtown where organizers say the earliest estimate, early estimate, was about 10,000 people. 10,000 people, which seems like one of the large gatherings that the Center for Disease Control has consistently warned people about. But not only did Daniel Henry, chairman of the Duval County Democratic Commission, not care about that, he was promoting it on his Twitter. He was promoting a large gathering on Twitter, a large gathering when it behooves him and his party and his fundraising and, you know, himself and his political, you know, uh, uh, his political power. But when it's the Republicans and when it's something that's actually bringing in money to Jacksonville, when it's good for everybody in the city of Jacksonville, and it's something that the Republicans have accomplished, not the Democrats, the tables totally turn. Because the 10,000 people that gathered with the Northside Coalition downtown last week that Daniel, uh, that, uh, that, uh, Daniel Henry was promoting on his Twitter account, that was totally fine. And, and no, no, that doesn't, there should be no concern. About COVID-19 or coronavirus in a gathering like that. But when the Republicans want to bring the president to town, it's it, this decision becomes reckless and irresponsible. I have to tell you, I mean, the political profiteering, you want to talk about a party that cares nothing about their constituents. This is a party that will keep you in poverty, that will keep you from economic recovery, that will keep jobs and tourism and money flowing into your pockets just because they hate the president of the United States and the governor of Florida and probably the mayor of Jacksonville. They hate every Republican so much that they refuse to see how every person in Jacksonville, everyone in Duval, Democrat, Republican, undecided. If this guy really cared about his constituents, he would be telling them, hey, we may not agree with their politics, but this is a great thing for the city of Jacksonville. And just like we were safe last week when 10,000 of us got together in downtown Jacksonville as part of the Northside Coalition rally, we will make sure that everyone stays safe here uh, in Duval for the Republican National Convention. That's what a true leader would do. It's not what this guy's doing. 855-765-1045. This is Charlie in Jacksonville. Hey, Charlie, how you doing? Thanks so much for calling the Marquee Show. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, 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 I'm a Republican, and I'm excited about it being here. Just, you know, let's make sure it's safe and all that. Yeah. I'm excited about it. But one thing I found slightly amusing about his name, Doug Black, is he the, is he the guy in charge of the Republicans? Dean Black Something is his name, yeah. Dean Black, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. He said, and I had to chuckle, Jacksonville's town, downtown is second to none. Well, I've been to a few downtowns, and I haven't seen a skeleton of a building standing there for 12 years. Well, hey, some people like I know, I know. some people like skeletons, Charlie. Some people think well, you know what it makes it. Well, you call it you call it dilapidated. We just call it vintage. That's what we. Oh. <laughs> I didn't call it dilapidated. I've been to Cincinnati. And I haven't seen that. Well, I'll tell you what. If you bring if you bring 110 million dollars into the city of Jacksonville, then maybe we could use some of it to uh, to fix the buildings. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We really appreciate it. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Christiane. Oh, Christiane. Shoot. Hang on. We're gonna have to put you back. I'm sorry. We're gonna have to hold one more minute. I just realized where the time went. We have to do traffic weather news. Uh, coming up in just a minute, we'll get to more of your phone calls, I promise. We do have some fake news Friday and a $50 Metro Diner gift card, which is sweet. That's all on the way, so keep it locked on 104.5 WOKV.
Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. I want to get people back to work in this city. Uh, and this is a major event uh, that will bring jobs uh, and economic recovery to a whole lot of people in this city. Uh, damn Skippy. That's Mayor Lenny Curry uh, talking about bringing the RNC to Jacksonville, which is now official. Four nights of massive parties culminating in the nomination of Donald Trump for re-election as the president of the United States. It's a super historic event. Uh, Christiane from Mandarin. Good morning, Christiane. What do you want to say? Hi, Mark. How are you? Good. How are you? Um, I was... Great. I was, um, you know, wanted to talk about how everything the Democrats say is contradictory. Correct. Everything. Yes. And I'm waiting to talk to you, and, and so many things going through my head, I don't even know where to start. But one thing, I heard a woman talking yesterday about, you know, let's take down all of these statues, everything, Washington and everything else, and because of her ancestors. But what she's failing to mention is that we've got those slaves from africa wasn't it an african people who sold the slaves to the americans so they're just you know missing all of these points that you know are, are so important well i mean I like I'm not <laughs> and when you get it and when you go back into history and you look at you know historically who was involved in what war who fought for what side i mean that's the thing i've been called all kinds of names but i'm from canada and before that my my relatives were from poland and they got dominated by hitler in uh, in um, world war ii so you know i have nothing to do really with the, i'm a first generation american Yet, you know, I'm lumped in with everybody else. Uh, but that's, it's a great point. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We really appreciate it. And we're glad that you're excited about the convention coming. And you're right. There is a lot of hypocrisy in the Democratic Party. Somebody who knows a lot about that is my uh, my good friend Herman Kane, who happens to be on the phone. Herman, are you there? I am here, Mark. How are you today, man? Herman, great to talk to you. Did you hear the news about Jacksonville? I did. Yeah. I did. How could I miss that news? Well, you know, I know. are going to be hosting the uh, Republican convention in Jacksonville in August, and I'm looking forward to being there. Uh, that was my next question. Are you are you coming down? Because you know, you and I hung out together at the last convention. Yes, I do plan to come down. That's not a, I, that that decision has already been made. Okay. Oh, fantastic. Okay, good. So we we will definitely we'll definitely hang out some while I'm down there. But no, I was glad to hear that uh, Jacksonville got it. So. Uh, like you said, it's going to be four nights of <clears throat> meetings. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Yeah. I, I remember. I remember like 2 a.m. I'm like, when are we going to bed, Herman? It's like we got to be on the air at 6. And you're like, give one no, I think congratulations in order for Jacksonville because, uh, first of all, normally they start planning this stuff way in advance. Yeah. But look, uh, North Carolina, the governor of North Carolina and the Democrats in North Carolina were going to mess with the president and the Republicans in any way they could. Yeah. So per personally, I'm glad to see that they moved it to a friendlier state and a much friendlier governor and a friendlier city. Well, I'll tell you what, this is a, this is interesting. I don't know if you know this, Herman, but last week we had a massive demonstration uh, downtown in Jacksonville. 10,000 people showed up. Uh, for right. for Black Lives Matter and the and the George Floyd uh, tragedy and all that and th and today the Duval County Democrats released a statement opposing the RNC because the Center for Disease Control has warned against large gatherings. Does that shock you that maybe their messages are a little mixed up there? Their messages are mixed up. And first, let me address Black Lives Matter. Yeah, you have Black Lives Matter 
and it's not all about black lives mm. because you have an organization called Black Lives Matter and they want to be part of the anarchists that want to destroy this country. You have a lot of people that are being used and sucked into this whole mob mentality about Black Lives Matter. Now, that being said, the Democrats have objected to any move that the Republicans make in order to try and deep-six this economy. Right. Uh, I think that the Democrats are simply upset that this convention is going to boost the Florida economy, and it's already under under Governor DeSantis' leadership, is already reopening in some areas, and they're doing it safely. That's all that is. It's sour grapes on their part. There isn't a Democrat state or Democrat governor in this country that wouldn't have something negative to say, negative to say, about this convention being moved to Jacksonville. So that's all it is, because let's back up for a little while, and then then, then I'll stop. All, <laughs> all, all throughout this, I'll stop when it's time to pay the bills. Right. <laughs> all through this epi- this pandemic, yeah. they have objected to anything that's going to help save this economy. We are fortunate that we have a president that doesn't isn't afraid to lead. Yeah. He said, we can't leave this economy shut down indefinitely. And at the same time, you had all most of the Democrat most of the Democrats were saying, "Oh no, we can't open it back up because it's too risky. Too many people might die." Look, we have come a long way relative to being able to contain the coronavirus. We've got uh, antibody tests going on. Uh, they're developing vaccines. Mm-hmm. Some existing drugs already that are used for other purposes have been shown to be successful. Yeah. So the fear, the fear that they're continuing to spread, okay is unwarranted in this particular case. And that fear is to hopefully Republicans and conservatives will back off so we can have a so we can have a collapsed economy in the fall. So they'll have another talking point and something else to blame Trump for. You know what? You gave me a great idea. I'm gonna start I'm gonna set up like a you know how people have lemonade stands? I'm gonna have a hydrochloroquine stand right outside of the convention center. <laughs> as people go in and I can be like hydrochloroquine, three bucks <laughs> You'd be selling them like hotcakes. I sure would. I, I sure would. Herman Cain joins us. We're talking about the RNC coming to Jacksonville. Now, all right, so let's talk about these Democratic governors, because Roy Cooper in North Carolina, who wanted to limit and keep this thing, you know, kind of shut down to a minimum, is losing $160 million for the city of Charlotte and for his state. Do you think that that's going to have political ramifications? Like, do you think he could be ousted as a result of this? And do you think Donald Trump will will basically nail down the state of Florida by bringing all of this economic, uh, you know, uh, benefic- uh, benefits to uh, to the state. I agree. I agree with you on both counts. Yeah. Uh, the governor of North Carolina is blowing a huge opportunity. Um, will he be uh, voted out of office the next time around? Possibly, mm-hmm. but I don't know what the makeup is of Democrats and Republicans. You know, and that sort of thing off the top of my head. But it is going to look. It's, it's going to play negatively upon him. Secondly, relative to Florida, I think it is going to convince a lot of people to make sure that they get out. Just here in Georgia, we had our primary wrapped our primary yeah. wrapped up on Tuesday as an example. President Trump got a hundred thousand more votes, more votes than Joe Biden. That is huge in terms of conservative enthusiasm, Republican enthusiasm. Yeah. So I happen to believe that that convention coming to Florida is going to help to boost the enthusiasm of the conservatives and the Republicans that live in the state of Florida. Let me ask you, you mentioned, and I'm glad you brought up the Georgia uh, the uh, Georgia primary, because not only I saw that statistic, but did you see that Joe Biden, 
who's basically running unopposed, he he missed out on 100,000 votes that went to Bernie Sanders, who withdrew from the race months ago, which right. leads me to believe, I mean, 100,000 votes for a candidate that has no shot at winning. And this is happening in every primary. The Bernie bros and the Bernie Sanders supporters and the far left socialists, they're not happy with Joe Biden and they're making it known. Do you think that that will be like Bernie Sanders potentially could still be a third party candidate that's going to ruin Joe Biden's chances come November, I feel? I think what it says is, and I have said this all along, they are so unhappy with Joe Biden, they're either going to not vote at all, or since Bernie Sanders was still on the ballot, even though he's not running anymore uh, technically, uh, they're going to vote for somebody else just to show their dissatisfaction. I think that's what it says. Now, whether or not Bernie Sanders will, in fact, run as a third-party candidate, I cannot say. Right. I doubt it. No, but they'll, I they'll buy him say. another house to keep him out of the race. But I just, oh, I just feel like his supporters. This being the second time that he's been shafted, they're not right. going to, they're not going to take this one lying down, and they're definitely not going to support Joe Biden. I don't see anyone. I mean, you've seen these clips. You've seen the man try to speak. How is it yep. that you could, with a straight face, cast a vote for somebody like Joe Biden to be the commander in chief? Well. I described to somebody earlier this week that the reason that the Democrats are still pushing Joe Biden, they want a puppet president. Yeah. A puppet president is somebody that's not really going to do anything. Yeah. He's not going to lead. He's going to just allow the swamp, the bureaucracy, and all of the other prominent Democrats to get any and everything they want if he is president. Yeah. He's not going to lead. We have a president now that one is a leader two is not afraid to leave three that's why he gets criticized so much all of the accomplishments he's he has made are just simply astounding compared to what we normally would have been getting three and a half years into the presidency and they know that joe biden is not going to rock their boat joe biden is not going to uh uh ruffle any feathers. He's not going to go after the deep state. He's not going to go after the bureaucracy. He's not going to try to cut spending. He's not going to pass. He's not going to reduce taxes in order to boost this economy. Economy. He's already talked about we need to raise taxes. Yeah. That's that. That's what they always do. And I think a lot of people are waking up to the fact that that would be the kind of president that he would be if he were to win. But I'm here to tell you, I was encouraged by the numbers that I saw uh, particularly here in Georgia, yeah. I think there's a lot of conservative Republican enthusiasm out there that we have got to continue to carry over until the November election. Herman Kane, check him out at HermanCain.com. He's got great daily content there. Uh, Herman, thanks so much. Hey, do you need a place to stay? Do you have a hotel room when you're here? Do you know, I, to, like, I got an air mattress if you want me to blow that up. We can I don't have a place to stay yet, okay. but if I can't get a hotel room, I might call you. Yeah, let me know. The, now, kid, that's only, that's the only kids would love problem. to see you. Yeah, I know the problem. How many kids you got? I have two kids. <laughs> so that means I'd be in a house with KKK. I got to think about that. Herman Kane, ladies and gentlemen. Give it up. <laughs> we'll uh, talk to you soon, Herman. Uh, stay tuned. Yeah, Mark, more the Mark K Show coming up. It's, it's a 104.5 WOKV. If you're on the go and can't listen live on the radio, stream the Mark K Show in the WOKV app for your Apple or Android device. This is the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. This is the 
the Markay Show. My name is Markay. Thanks so much for joining us. 855-765-1045. This is Brian in East Arlington. Brian, hey, how are you? Thanks for calling the Markay Show. What's up? Hey, Mark. Hi. I was calling. Uh, you know, I, I appreciate the convention and all that being here. Yeah. I'm a Republican, you okay. know, Donald Trump supporter. Sure. But the main issue that I have is, is if you have this here and then all of a sudden things change and spike up and that don't bring me, hey, you can't go to the beach, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't go to the mall, you can't go to church, you can't go to Bowen Alley, don't bring all that back to me. That's why I suffer through it and then you bring bring this convention here. Don't come at me with all that stuff again. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm Republican, I appreciate sure. it all, but don't bring all that to me. Hey, we need to be safe. After listening to all the his press conferences about being safe and responsible, this and that, and then bring this and then try and make his drudge back through all that again. I just, I, I don't like that approach at all. But I am happy for the city because the one thing, though, that we're going to have a big problem with is all these hotels, restaurants, all these places are running at 20, 30% capacity. Yeah. Now we're going to jump up to 100% capacity. Where are you going to hire all these people, train all these people? It's going to be an absolute mess staffing everything to support the influx of people we're going to get. Well, Brian, listen, and no, I appreciate your call. That's and, and made great concerns. And uh, the restaurants right now can run at 100 percent capacity. Bars are at 50 percent capacity, but I imagine that'll probably jump up real quick, seeing as how we're going to have a bunch of drunken Republicans in town. Um, I know that a lot of other businesses like the gyms and things are starting to come back as well. But yeah, but it is still a two and it, um, like three months away. We do have a little bit of time, two and a half months away. We do have some time to make sure that staffing is, uh, is uh, you know, up to snuff to make sure that there's a lot of enough open restaurants to make sure there's enough open businesses, food trucks, whatever we need, hotels, all that kind of stuff. This is going to be a big boost, not just for the city, but for the entire state, because these will be statewide mandates, I'm sure, as far as, um, you know, as far as the uh, the state opening back up. I mean, keep in mind, you're going to have people staying in Orlando for this. You're going to have people staying in Daytona and St. Augustine. It's not just going to be a boost to Jacksonville, but there's going to be tourism around the entire state. Everybody in Florida benefits, mostly here in Duval, but everybody in Florida benefits. And, you know, Mayor Curry, we give that guy a lot of flack because, well, he deserves it most of the time. But he has done a couple of things which were pretty good. As quickly as he shut down this city, as as we, we you know, we call him the dictator of Duval because he was throwing out these mandates left, right and center. He was doing it quickly. He was being pretty, pretty direct about it all. But he was also the first in the country to open it back up. And he worked with the mayors of the beaches and he worked with the governor. And we saw, yes, we saw very direct and 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 divisive uh, quarantine rules and directives coming from the mayor's office. But at the minute, the minute he was able to start lifting them, he did. And to, and that's to his credit. Also, the testing centers. The reason he did it was because we had so many testing facilities, that kind of thing. Uh, now that this is coming to town, I feel that we've learned something very important that we don't need to quarantine everybody. And if we get a spike in cases here in Jacksonville because of the convention or whatnot, then we know how to mitigate any future diseases. We know how to test. We know how to quarantine. We know what to do with people who are high risk while the rest of us can go out and do our thing and maintain our lives. And I guarantee as long as Donald Trump is president of the United States and as long as Ron DeSantis is governor of the state of Florida and as long as Lenny Curry is the dictator of Duval, we will never have. We will never have another quarantine ever 
like the one we just got through. 855-765-1045. Got to take a break. Coming up next, Fake News Friday. Want to win a $50 gift card to Metro Diner? We need two. Count them, two contestants. 855-765-1045. We'll play right after this. It's the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. 855-765-1045 is our number. It's toll free. Or you could also just hit star star 105, uh, 104.5 on your phone, and that'll get you through, too. Um, and we have, we're going to be playing some fake news Friday, which is very exciting. Josh, you want to tell everyone what we have uh, up for grabs for I our winner? To. We have one gift card worth the amount of 50 U.S. dollars to Metro Diner Cafe in Jacksonville. Or anywhere, I think, right? Because they're everywhere. We have a $50 Metro Diner gift card. What did I say? It's a lot more than that. <laughs> okay, yeah. It's like I thought Dean Black I was, was trying to be, I was Brian. trying to elaborate. <laughs> okay, good job. Isn't it like a, uh, there's a minimum word count for this story, right? No, we don't pay oh. you by the word. You're, oh, okay. you're good to go. Oh. Uh, and let's be our contestant, shall we? Okay, good. Well, now you're stopped talking. Fantastic. Uh, Cheyenne is on the phone from the West Side. Hi, Cheyenne. How are you? Great. How are you? Great. Uh, Cheyenne, you ready to play some fake news Friday? I sure am. Oh, me? I'm, you sound ready. You're going to be playing against Mike in Arlington. Mike, what's up, man? Hey, I'm ready for some chicken and waffles. Oh, my God. They have the best. They definitely have the best. All right, Mike and Cheyenne, here's how this game works. I'm going to read you both headlines one at a time. You have to listen to the headline and then see if you can figure out if it's real news or fake news. You know, there's so much fake news flying around and so much of it sounds real uh, that it's tough to tell. So we want to, you know, help you maneuver this, 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 uh, you know, hot political climate and also win some chicken and waffles. Are you guys ready to play? Do you have any questions about how the game works? No, we're ready. You ready? ready? All right, good. Cheyenne's speaking for everybody. Cheyenne, here we go. We're going to start with you. Listen carefully. Here is your first fake news Friday headline. The U.S. military could lose the trademark for Space Force to the Netflix series of the same name. Is that real news or is that fake news? I think it's fake news. The U.S. military could lose the Space Force trademark to the Netflix series of the same name. You think that's fake news? Yes. That is real news. That is real news. They, uh, Even though they've announced it two years ago, they have yet to apply any paperwork or trademark applications. And the, on, Steve, really? the Steve Carell TV show on, uh, on Netflix could actually get the trademark from the U.S. government. So they may have to change the name of Space Force. Space Force. Can the government commandeer it back? I, I'm sure the government can do whatever. That show's not going to be on that long anyway. It's yeah, horrible. So. Have you seen it? I heard bad things about oh, it. Oh, it's the worst show. But ever. a lot of those kind of shows start out slow, right? Like Parks and Rec in the office. They have to build the whatever and I don't know. go from there. This show started out real slow. Uh, anyway, can, uh, <laughs> Cheyenne, that's okay. We're, we've just uh, we've just started. You have plenty of time for you to catch up. Uh, Mike, are you ready? I'm ready. Listen up, Mike. Here is your first Fake News Friday headline. Let us know if this is real news or fake news. Drew Brees, quarterback for the New Orleans Saints. Drew Brees has set a new NFL record for most apologies in a single season. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say that's fake news. You think that's fake news? Yeah. That is correct. There's no, there's no NFL record for that yet. Oh, that fake news. But I'm sure there will be soon. Mike, uh, congratulations. You're on the board with a point. All right, Cheyenne, are you ready? All right. Here, you, you could tie it up with this one. Listen carefully. Tell us if this is real news or fake news, okay? 
All right. Here we go. During their take a knee photo op in the Capitol building this week, Nancy Pelosi was forced to hit her life alert when she couldn't stand back up. During the take a knee photo op in the Capitol building this week, Nancy Pelosi was forced to hit her life alert when she couldn't stand back up. You believe that's real or fake news? Fake news. That is fake news. <laughs> you are fake news. I will say this. She did have two aides come and help her back up. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, she didn't. And as far as I know, she doesn't carry a life alert, although she may need to. <laughs> there you go. Tied up. One to one. Mike, are you ready? Ready. Listen carefully. Here we go. Here's your next headline. A Mississippi woman was charged with, quote, obscene communications, end quote, after calling her parents racist on Facebook. A Mississippi woman was charged with obscene communication after calling her parents racist on Facebook. Is that real news or is that fake news? Uh, say that's real news. You say that's real news. Yep. Uh, my parents are racist and I'm tired of it, wrote 21-year-old Kaylee Schmidt. They literally had my cousin take my phone and hold me at my house. Uh, well, they uh, got the cops to come in and charge her with a crime. Congratulations. That is real news, Mike. Two to one, Cheyenne. You can tie it up with this next headline. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. Listen carefully and tell us if this is real news or fake news. After feeling the heat from online protests, Paw Patrol has replaced Chase the Canine Cop with Carl the Canine Antifa Rioter. Can you repeat the question? (laughs) Yes. After feeling the heat from online protests, Paw Patrol on Nick Jr. has replaced Chase the Canine Cop with Carl the Canine Antifa Rioter. I think that's false. You think that's fake? fake? Yeah, we call that fake news around here. You think it's fake? Yes. It is fake news. Oh, that fake news. Chase will not be replaced. There was actually a a major online push and petition to keep him exactly where he is. So they will not be defunding Chase, the the, uh, cop from Paw Patrol. Congratulations, Cheyenne. You've tied it up two to two. Mike, we go back to you. Are you ready? I'm ready. Listen carefully. President Donald J. Trump. President Donald J. Trump is under fire with Christian groups after saying at a rally the other day, quote, I have done more for Christianity than Jesus. President Trump under scrutiny by uh, Christian conservative groups uh, after having said at a rally, I have done more for Christianity than Jesus. Uh, That's got to be fake news. That is fake news. I mean, there have been no. The first rally's not till fake news. Yeah, the first rally's not till June nineteenth. So that was that was a dead giveaway. That's a good one. That's a that's a good one. I'm close, but Jesus is still number one. I may be number two. Uh, all right, three to two, Cheyenne. You need this one to tie it up. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, listen carefully and tell us if this is real news or fake news. Twitter, Twitter is beta testing a new feature that will recommend a user read an article before they retweet it. Twitter. Twitter is beta testing a new feature that recommends a reader, I'm sorry, a tweeter read an article before they retweet it. 
Is that real news or is that fake news? That's a hard one. Yeah. I wouldn't put it past him. Um, I say that's false. That's fake news. That is, unfortunately for all of us, real news. Real oh, news, man. yeah. The new feature before you just blatantly retweet an article, they're gonna they're gonna require you to read it first, so you know what you're retweeting. Uh, that's okay. But we have one more question, and while uh, you know, Mike, I'll tell you what, uh, it's three to two, but I want to read you this question just for kicks because it's very funny. Listen carefully and tell us if this is real news or fake news. Are you ready? Go for it. All right. To appease anti-police protest groups. Fox will be digitally removing John McClane from all Die Hard movies. Uh, I'm going to say that's fake news. You are fake news. Of course it is. Of course it's fake news. Congratulations. With a score of 4-2, to two, Mike, you won. But Cheyenne... It's your lucky day. You played such a great game and you had such difficult ones. We're going to go ahead and give you a $50 gift card to Metro Diner as well. Thank you. Oh. Thank you very much. Oh, you are so welcome. Hang tight one second. And, Mike, you hang out tight, too. Great job, guys. Oh, uh, we got to take a quick break. When we get back, we have a couple more minutes. We'll get a couple, we'll squeeze a couple more phone calls in here. This is the Marquee Show on 104.5 WOKV. Are you at home or sitting at your desk at work? Either way, watch the Marquee Show live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. This is the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. 855-765-1045 is our number. By the way, a couple things we need to remind you of uh, before, you know, we get out of here for the weekend. Keep America great. Keep America great. Got to Keep the freedom we want. Keep America great. Yeah. Uh, Sunday is uh, Donald Trump's birthday. It's also Flag Day. And it's the day that the Donald Trump birthday flotilla takes to the water, the St. John's River, um, downtown Jacksonville. And so basically what's going to happen is Metropolitan Park is where they start at 1030. They're going to go all the way to, what did they say, Fleming Island or something? Pineapple Point, right? Yeah. And then there's going to be a goes. Pineapple Point. There's going to be like an after party, which is really exciting. So if you got a boat, make plans to join the flotilla. It's going to be crazy. I mean, what a big week for Jacksonville. First of all, uh, first of all, we just found out that the RNC is going to be coming to town, which is amazing. Second of all, we've got the flotilla uh, coming this weekend. It's just this city is so up and coming and right in the center, it seems, of the um, of the political atmosphere uh, for 2020, which is which is always huge. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five is the number. This is Frank in Illinois. Frank, hey, thanks for calling the Marquee Show. How are you? Uh, doing fine. Oh, good. What do you want to say, Frank? Uh, well, I, first of all, I just want to remind you that when I was in school back in 1965, I had a social study teacher said that the only way the United States is going to collapse is from within. Yeah. It's back in 1965. Well, it's any country. I mean, that's, that's how all countries collapse, from within. Yeah. And this, this has been so terrible going on. And then with the, on top of it, with the pandemic, and then telling people stay indoors like that and, one guy said they, they want you to get indoors, sit down, and shut up. Yeah. There's one thing the people should do. They, you heard the, the pen is mighty than the sword? Yeah. Okay. Well, get out and start writing your congressman. But the thing is, people say, contact your congressman. Well, if you call them, they'll take your number, and that'll be it. You text message them, they can delete it. Twitter, they'll delete it. But if you write to them... If they throw it away, you can get proof that they threw it away. 
But here's one thing why you should do. Uh, yeah. Write to them. If everybody, you know, in the movie uh, Miracle on 40, 34th Street. I do remember that. Yes. Right. Room, yeah, exactly right. You know, bring all those the mail in. Well, hold on. You got to say spoiler alert, Frank. Some people may not have seen Miracle on 34th Street yet, so you don't want to give away any of that. No, but I understand what you're saying. I think the problem with that is most people don't know who their congressman is. Most people, don't. I mean, I, we did. We called uh, we called Al Lawson's office once to complain about something that he did. And they asked us, you know, we, they took our name and our number to complain. And then they asked our zip code. And I didn't actually know any of the zip codes in Al Lawson's district. So I gave this one here at the radio station, which is in uh, Rutherford's district. So I know that my complaint went right in the trash. Um, I don't, you know what? I, I know that back, back in the day, writing your congressman was a big thing. Here's the thing vote his ass out if you don't like the guy or girl. If you don't like what they're doing, you just vote him out. That's, I don't think that writing your congressperson is really going to do any good. I feel like they're pretty set in their ways. They're pretty set in their agendas. And, um, and you know, I mean, look, as far as the collapse of the country from within, the biggest problem is not necessarily that half of the country wants this country to be uh, to erase its history and be divided and collapse from within. That's not at all the case. A very small group of angry people is out there manipulating the media and not really manipulating. I mean, the media, for the most part, are, are I mean, they are they are they're going hand in hand with us. They love it. They're eating it up. You know why CNN has such great ratings? It's because they have been they have been focusing on the the negativity and the anger and the destruction for for weeks now that it's boosted their rating. So, of course, you know, you do, you go with what you know. You know, if something's working, you keep doing it. You know, that's why we keep playing these dumb games every week. Not, I mean, number one, they're, they're fun for us, but also people like them. And, and that's kind of you go with what you know. And CNN knows now that their audience loves this kind of stuff. So they're going to keep force feeding it. But the majority of the country, they don't want riots. They don't want statues destroyed. They don't want history erased. They don't want cops defunded. The majority, and I'm talking about a major majority of this country, in every state and in every city, is against everything that's been going on. The violence, the looting, the rioting, they've been against all of that. Peaceful protests, we all agree, are great. What happened to George Floyd, we all agree, is horrible. But when it comes to tearing down this country, tearing down our law enforcement agencies, destroying our history and our past denying our founding fathers did anything good for this country and starting over that is a that is a a splinter group of americans and you're not going to believe it when you go online you're not going to believe it when you go on social media you're not going to believe it when you uh, see everyone on instagram posting black x's instead of posts of where their face used to be you're not going to believe it when you read the polls or watch the news but you will believe it in november or you will believe it when you when you see the RNC here in Jacksonville. You will believe it when you go to a rally and see the kind of people and the enthusiasm and the passion. Not just for the president, not just for the party, but for America. Anyway, have a great weekend. If you're going to be at the flotilla, wave. I'm going I'm to be out there with like nine cameras. I want you to wave to me, say hello. It's, it kicks off at 1030 at Met Park for Flag Day and the celebration of Donald J. Trump's birthday. We'll be back Monday with a complete recap of it all. Have a great weekend, everybody. Stay tuned. Traffic, weather, news, Rush Limbaugh coming up next on 104.5 WOKV.